Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. But let's get, uh, let's start the show. Let's begin the show um, with Ria Westerman, who is a pharmacist at MediPost Pharmacy, who's going to be telling us a little bit more about lung cancer. Ria, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, listeners. Thank you very much for this opportunity on behalf of MediPost Career Pharmacy for having me and talking about lung cancer, and that is from a pharmacist's perspective. Thank you. Fantastic, Ria. So, so yes, so this is lung cancer from a pharmacist's perspective. And um, Ria, if you could just make your volume a little bit louder, um, that'll be absolutely perfect. So interestingly, cancer, lung cancer, is one of the most common cancers in South Africa, Ria. And I think that a lot of people are under the impression that, you know, people who smoke get lung cancer, but that's not really the case, is it? Nikki, I can tell you about uh, the two different kinds of lung cancer, and yes, you are correct. Lung, uh, lung cancer is one of the highest, is the second highest cancer worldwide, actually. The first one is breast cancer, as we all know. And, but lung cancer um, actually is the cause of the most cancer death. It's a leading cause of that. And it is, in, it is the same for men and women. Um, mostly diagnosed in the high-risk individuals between the ages of 55 and 74. So thereafter comes the prostate, colon, kidney and bladder cancers, etc. And what, what the, I know there are two types, um, Ria, perhaps you can speak to the two different types of, of lung cancer. I will do that, but uh, the risk factors, you mentioned smoking. Smoking is unfortunately the highest one. And then the next one is the inhaling, your secondary smoker. And then you get um, gases, pollution in the air, and you get family history that can also be an effect. And you can be exposed to external um, carcinogenic agents like asbestos, salt, and other agents. We all know the movie Erin Bokovic, which is based on a true story about water that was polluted. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is quite so. The two different kinds of cancer, it is strangely named a small cell cancer, and the other one is named a non-small cell cancer, which is the non-small cell cancer. It's the most common one. Nine, one, nine of ten of the lung cancer patients has the, the non-small, if I can call it large cell cancer, and that is quite potent. So that is the, so I'm just going to say, so that is the non-small cell lung cancer. And you're saying that this affects nine out of 10 people with lung cancer. We are real. We're going to take an ad break. And after the break, um, I want to look at the symptoms. Um, you know, what should people be looking out for? Um, I know it's not always easy to identify, but perhaps we can speak about that after the break. So please stay with us. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Thank you so much for staying with us. This is the DL Link Show where we connect you through insights, information and illumination. If you're new to the show, welcome. 
Thanks for joining us. And if you're not, welcome back. Um, the DL Link, of course, is an outstanding and a very important organization within the community. It was founded by Michelle Goodman and Jackie Artsula in 2010. And uh, the DL Link provides a nurturing, safe space where patients who are faced with cancer as well as their families can turn to for support and it's linked to social and emotional and psychological um, support. This is what the DL link provides. So every week we hope to bring you some interesting information, some uplifting information. And on today's show, we're focusing on, even though we've just entered the month of December, um, November was Lung Cancer Awareness Month. We're talking to Rhea Westerman, who is a pharmacist at Medipose Pharmacy and giving us, a, 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 from a pharmaceutical point of view, um, a looking at lung cancer. Rio was talking about lung cancer being the second most common cancer in South Africa and that it's prevalent in people between the ages of 35 to 74 and um, are contributing factors being smoking or inhaling as a, as a secondary, um, sm- uh, yeah, as, as a passive smoker, really, not smoking at all, actually. Gases in the air, exposure to asbestos. Um, and just before the break, I asked Ria about the symptoms. Um, she spoke about non-small cancer cell lung cancer um, affecting nine out of 10 people. So what would the symptoms be, Rhea, um, if one does have cancer, lung cancer? Okay. I must just remind you it is nine out of 10 of lung cancer patients that have the non-small cell cancer and that is the um, the bad one, if I can say yeah. like that. The yeah. symptoms, I would just like to emphasize that the, the symptoms between lung cancer, COVID, TB and other lung chronic diseases can also be diagnosed as the same. So you have to have proper diagnosis before you can decide which one you really are and then thereafter the treatment can start. But the most common symptoms for lung cancer to be detected is a new cough that doesn't go away. If you cough and there's a little bit of blood, even just a little spot of blood in it, you should look out for shortness of breath chest pain and reoccurring chest infections, hoarseness of the voice, lost weight, losing weight without even trying to, um, bone pain, headache, persistent lack of energy. But all this can be uh, detected by a low dose of CT scan. And Ria, can you help? Can, can, can you hear me? I can hear you. Fantastic, Ria. Um, I wanted to ask you, I mean, so these are symptoms, if you if you have a cough and if, the, if it doesn't go away, if there is chest pain, blood, etc., that you've just been, been speaking about and this hoarseness of voice or breathlessness, is there a way of doing an early detection screening? So you would, for example, for breast cancer, you go for your um, yearly mammograms and that's how you check. Um, is there a way of, of checking to see if you have lung cancer so you can detect it early enough? Okay, if you have a history in the family, or if you are a smoker, or you are a high-risk patient, there are tests that you can do. Even this low-dose CT scan can tell you whether you may be getting cancer in future or have the, can I call it, the um, molecule for it. And that is when there are four different levels of lung cancer. Actually, I would say a fifth level. The level zero is the one where you've got no symptoms and you cannot see any growth in the lung, but you have this risk factor. Uh, level one is the one where you have 
the risk when you have the risk factor and you actually have a little growth in the lung, in the mucus of the lung. And then the second one is where the cancer has spread to the lymph nodes around that area in the lung. The stage three is then um, where the cells have possibly spread to other lymph nodes all around the lung. And then stage four is where it's spread to other organs around the body, in the body. So that's the four stages. And stage one is the stage that is most that you can really get cured of. Stage four is not that easy curable. Hmm. What kind of, so, so any kind of blood test that you can go for? Blood screening? There is a specific blood screening test that you can do to detect if you may be a stage zero, if I can call it like that, um, mm-hmm. lung cancer candidate. Um, Ria, people are talking about um, cancer today, treatment being very specific with each individual. Um, maybe we can speak to that and when it comes to lung cancer. And how is it that an oncologist, and I know this is from, uh, you know, the, the pharmaceutical point of view, but how is it that an oncologist is able to design a specific treatment program for a specific individual? That is really specialized. And as you said, individualized. First, the patient has to make, now the patient is diagnosed. Now he's got to be informed um, of the severity of the illness that he has, and then the treatment plans are discussed, or the treatment options are then discussed by the oncologist to the patient. And that can include the most common options for treatment plans. First one is surgery, then chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and then um, new, not very new, but recent immunotherapy that assists with the immune system to fight cancer. And then there's another one, target therapy, quite newish, cancer treatment that targets a protein that controls how cancer cells grow and how fast they grow, how they divide and how they spread. So that is where the oncologist decides on the treatment plan. Then the patient will confirm and say, let's go for this or let's go for that. Thereafter, the oncologist decides on a specific treatment plan for the patient. And this where Lily Post comes in to give a great hand of help with this journey for this lung cancer patient. Um, Ria, we, so let's, let's talk a little bit more about the treatment. Um, obviously with all cancers, early detection, um, helps with the treatment. But what, what is the prognosis like with, with cancers? You've mentioned the different stages, um, of people being diagnosed with lung cancer and recovering. And Nikki, that is also, um, a difficult question to answer. Prognosis for stage one is good. Prognosis for stage four is not that good. There are health carers that says stage four cannot be cured at all. But uh-huh. there are new technology on the market like that target therapy that can definitely enhance a bit of life. It can enhance a lifespan. It can make your life easier. They are still, they are still busy with lots of um, new technology, but it's still in testing stage that what, whatever cancer you have, that it can be treated. The mortality rates are high in level four, in the stage four. Stage one is very good. That mm-hmm. is actually all that I can say about this. But the treatment, whatever treatment you take of the four above, five above mentioned, can definitely make your life a bit easier and it can, can actually postpone this. Mm. 
Okay. Thank you, Ria. So obviously, um, you know, what we always try and promote here on the show is the early detection, the, um, you know, looking out for changes in your health, looking out, as you mentioned, um, with regards to coughing, coughing up blood, coughing that doesn't go away, chest pain, hoarseness of voice. And really, I mean, we don't want to walk around neurotic and we don't want to be highly anxious, but knowing your body um, and being able to distinguish when there are changes happening. So you don't put it off and you do go to the doctor and you do have the necessary screening because early detection certainly, certainly saves lives. Ria, thank you so much for joining us. It's been wonderful having you on the show. We do appreciate it. Thank you very much, Nikki. And um, as Medipost is walking a journey with many lung cancer diagnosed patients, um, it is just a pleasure for us to see many of them actually get cured from the stage one and stage two. And thank you very much. Um, This was really a good interview. Oh, thank you, Ria. Thank you, Ria, and take care. Ria Wasterman, um, pharmacist at the MediPost Pharmacy.